This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Welcome back to another Bad Moms in Business episode. Well, Bridget usually says the podcast, the podcast, (laughs) the podcast, (laughs) super fun, but we're not going to really talk about a super fun topic today. Mm -hmm. Something that's like really crappy. That's happening to a lot of moms out there. We should say families in general, um, Mm -hmm. with babies, the formula crisis, and I'm calling it a crisis because I absolutely think we're there at this point. How tragic, you guys. It is absolutely devastating. And, you know, I'm going to announce it here. I hope she doesn't mind. It's not been like social media official, but my sister had her baby. (gasps) I didn't even tell you guys. No. I know. Ah. My my sister had her baby. I'm an aunt. Um, So exciting. That is so exciting. And so now I'm just like, Oh, I hope she can find what she needs if she's not able to breastfeed. She's had some like medical stuff, so she isn't sure whether or not she'll be able to. Um, And so now I'm just scared for her, you know? And scared and dare I say, I'm a little pissed off that she's in a position. (laughs) I'm I'm very feisty about this topic. It was my idea. I am not controversial. But right. I know I said that word. I so did. But this is the thing, you know, let's talk about women's rights right now and how big this is. Mm -hmm. What right does your sister right now have if she didn't want to breastfeed? She has a right to decide if she wants to or not decide. And here she's in a position that that right to choose basically gone. She's going to have to probably try at least to see Mm -hmm. if it could happen because the alternative is the baby starves. Well, and you know, this is such a heated topic, like uh, formula versus breast. Oh yeah. Which Uh, is ridiculous. Like I'm going to tell you, I did not breastfeed. I tried for about a minute and a half. I (laughs) threw the pain. I mean, a little longer than that, but it was very painful. A and B like, it was not a bonding experience for me. I, I did not get that like overwhelming bonding feeling that they say that you have I had I tried it twice it, I was like I hate this he hates this we're done with this this is the worst so for some moms because okay I can remember being a, a part of these mom boards you know when you're pregnant and so many moms say it's a very tiny small percentage of people who actually cannot physically breastfeed the rest are just lazy or the rest just don't want to or the rest blah 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 and here right that's complete garbage for sure um so that whole like put the guilt of that aside some people just don't want to and they don't mm-hmm. have to absolutely and so now what I'm afraid is going to happen is that it's going to be like, oh, well, breastfeeding is your only option. So I guess you have to get unlazy and figure it out. Which at this moment in time, it feels like that is a woman's mm-hmm. only option right now. And okay. Otto is in the background for anyone who is 
I know not watching the video and is. that is Bridget's dash hound and he was trying to get on the couch and he gave up <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put his do you see the stairs are just he, he, Hang did, on. he did like a half jump and didn't make it thank you Otto for lighting I'm so sad I missed that I cannot wait to go back was, and watch this it was I'm like a little that. like little half leap come on Otto you can do it oh, oh there's, there's Ariel there's Ariel <laughs> She's like, oh, thanks, mom. That's for me. <laughs> there. Oh, oh, do it, Otto. Gosh, do it. Look at him. Bridget is like, <laughs> Ariel's like, look at me. I can do it. <laughs> so Bridget is success. Or Ariel successfully on the couch. No, nope, no, he doesn't. Otto want is it. like, I don't want it anymore. No, nope, this isn't. I don't want this life. <laughs> I don't need no couch. Sorry, I don't need your help. Good for independent over there. Listen, we're moms of all sorts of things. <laughs> the stairs are usually there for him, but we had people sitting on the couch yesterday, mm -hmm. so they moved out of the way. There's been so many times they're moved out of the way, and he'll climb to the very top and then just realize there's no couch on the other side. Oh, and Otto! <laughs> he's he's old. Why is he my spirit animal? I I I get this. I yeah. get this. That that'll be a fantastic clip. I love it. Thank you, Otto, for the comic relief. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, oh. all right, all right. See, he just didn't need your help. He was embarrassed. Look at, <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at that long body. <laughs> He's the length of the stairs. I know. He's so old. Also, I want you to know that here is a a, a lazy boy chair and just out of picture there is my bra oh um, okay so i got Real a life nervous. i got a little nervous when i got up and i walked back this way and i saw it and i thought is that is that in the shot and it's not so you wouldn't have known but i told you anyway but oh, you know I how go oh, i was gonna say how fitting that your bra is sitting on a very chair while we're talking about breasts right <laughs> Right, exactly. Have a bra on, just so you know. <laughs> okay, so it's not it's not the bra. It's just right. a bra. Gotcha. Yes, gotcha. I changed from a regular bra to a sports bra for my walk, and now I'm back. It's a whole thing. Hmm. Whole thing. <laughs> With boobs comes great responsibility. That's great. <laughs> Boy, you said a mouthful there. <laughs> oh, what is yeah. this went on? Okay, let's get back to it. <laughs> it's well, it's just. Back to your sister though. I do feel like the right for a woman to choose whether to breastfeed or formula feed is now basically taken from them during this time. And I know Bridget and I have told Danielle multiple times that we are so grateful that she has been able to breastfeed Jed at this time because we would be mm -hmm. so worried and we would be driving all over for her to find the formula. And Jet has had some baby belly issue. So he would yes. require who knows what kind of specialty formula and to be able yep. to find that right now would be a nightmare. So the fact that you're able to be less enough to be able to breastfeed right now takes a load off me. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I am seriously, I'm so thankful every single time I go to feed him. I'm not even kidding. I'm so, so, so thankful, but I wanted to bring up something, um, that we were talking about earlier about like the whole debate between nursing and, and bottle feeding, you know, formula feeding, whatever for something to be quote unquote, as natural as breastfeeding is, it is the mm -hmm. hardest thing Ooh. in the world. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, while your, your body may be able to produce milk, which sometimes it cannot, like 
I'm so tired of people saying, oh, you know, 99% of bodies can do that, not bodies, but you know, women who lactate, Mm -hmm. people who lactate can, can produce milk. That's not true. Some people literally have such a low supply that it's like basically impossible for them to raise it up, but it's so physically and mentally taxing and being a new mom or a new again, mom, and then going through the stress of no sleep and dealing with a fussy baby or a crying baby. And then sometimes you have other kids or other animals or whatever, you know, just life in general, it is exhausting completely, completely exhausting. And while I am so grateful that I do it, it is so hard. I breastfed my son Watson, who's three now. I breastfed him for 22 months. Bravo. Well done. Like that's a huge accomplishment. It literally, I cannot remember. I wish I would have looked it up before we started recording. I cannot remember, but basically people who breastfeed for the first year of somebody's life is the equivalent to a full-time job if they are constantly exclusively breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And when, when, um, when I had jet, it was kind of the same thing when I had Watson also, I was I'll be honest, I was cocky this round. I was like, I breastfed Watson for 22 months. I got this. No, no. I was starting back over from ground zero. It was awful. It was extremely painful. I went to target. I bought all the things. I literally, I spent $400. Cause I was like, I am determined to make this work. I bought all the the creams and shields and just you name it, because I was so determined to try to get this to work. We had lactation consultants. Like it was the whole, who has, who has time for that? Not everybody, not everybody can do things like that. And let's be honest, who can, who can afford Not Everyone can afford to go spend $400 at target to get all of the things that help. Exactly. Exactly. Breastfeeding is supposed to be free, right? Isn't that what they say? Mm -hmm. I can remember the nipple shields I remember mm-hmm. that specifically sending Chris to get some. I don't remember which baby it was for. Um, and then I posted in one of the mom groups, like going to try this with the shield. And they're like, you shouldn't be using shields. What do you want me to do? <laughs> like, you can't. You're not supposed to use win. shields. You're not supposed to use bottles. You're not supposed to use pacifiers for like the first four to six weeks of the baby's life or they'll get nipple confusion. Listen, I did it for both of my boys. Neither one of them got nipple confusion. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Once they get a taste of that, they will forever want that over anything <laughs> at the end of the day. Like nipple confusion. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but they will much rather prefer the breast once they've had it in my humble and, opinion. And Watson would not take a bottle. So that was every three hours. And he was a terrible sleeper. Thank God jet is a better sleeper. So I get a little bit more sleep than mm-hmm. I did with Watson, but with, I mean, every three hours I couldn't do anything. And luckily we work from home. I work with my husband right. and stuff. So it was easy to, to figure out my schedule, but like he literally would not drink from a bottle. Brandon and I had went out to dinner for our anniversary and we were gone for a couple of hours. Watson didn't eat the entire time. Nothing. I came home. He was absolutely losing it because he was so hungry. <laughs> would not eat. Yeah. It's, so it's just, hard. it's so hard. And so I, I urge people who are suffering with this, please reach out to mom groups. I'm in a couple of different mom groups. We are all, for most of the ones that I'm in, we're fairly local-ish, like in the Michigan area, but reach out to people. You know, we have people in these mom groups all over sending pictures of, hey, I just, you know, randomly walked into this store, took a picture of what they have. Does anybody need anything? I'll ship it to you. 
you know, I have people who um, are donating breast milk. I so wish that I had, I had an oversupply issue mm-hmm. when Jet was first born and my milk came in. And I so wish that I had that still because I would 100% donate Absolutely. to people. Yep. yep. It's one of the things, oh, I'm sorry, Amanda. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. One of the things I wanted to say, there's this picture floating around to the internet and it's a 1960s recipe for formula. And it's what they sent new moms home with when they had babies in the 60s. And it's legitimate. People fed their, their mm-hmm. newborn babies mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. But it's a mixture. And I'm, I'm not going to get it right because it's got a couple different things. But it's a mixture of water, which, which. babies are not supposed to have because it throws nope. off your electrolytes. So we're already out. Um, water, evaporated milk caro syrup and I think something else liquid vitamins or something and the thing with that like I know there's a lot of like you're gonna go on but the thing with that is okay that's only good even if it was a solution which we're not saying it is it's only a matter of time before those supplies run out that's true too so it's not a solution it's not a solution but continue Bridget well, it's not a it's not a solution because it's not nutritiously sound for an infant. Mm-hmm. You can't feed your child that. And then, of course, there's always going to be the argument. That's what I fed my son, and he's mm-hmm. fine. That's what my mom fed me, and I'm fine. Times have changed. Times have changed. When you know better, you do better. It is mm-hmm. 2022. Let's not do this. It's the same thing when people say, well, when I had kids, they didn't have car seats. Great. How many children died in car accidents because they weren't properly buckled? Into yeah. It? And there was probably a fraction of the amount of cars on the road as there oh, are now. Absolutely. Yeah, and there, was, there weren't cell phones that were distracting. Like things exactly. are different. So let me ask you guys this very serious question. This is going to be okay. very serious. Very, very serious. And I'm not judging anyone for what they say, but I just, I think because we're not necessarily, because I understand that formula or that recipe, mm-hmm. what do you do if you have no formula, you have no breast milk, and that is your only option to a screaming, starving child? Would you feed him that? And you don't have to answer if like, you know what I'm saying? But it's, I feel so bad for these moms because there are states that are basically completely out. Mm-hmm. And what do you do with a, you can't let your child starve. And that's what makes me so angry that poor mothers are put in this position that they go, okay, if that at least fills my baby's belly up, what am I to do? I can't let my honestly, child starve. Honestly, I don't know. I really I, don't know what I would do. I would drive to the end of the world and back just and there's people doing who anything that I possibly cars. could. I really don't know. It, there's people who have don't have cars. There's single moms mm-hmm. who don't have that resource. Yeah. There's there's so many scenarios that make finding formula lo- mm-hmm. like long-term and far away an unrealistic option for these poor mothers. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. I, it really I is. I don't know what I would do. I, I know that if the people are being told to contact their pediatrician because their pediatrician mm-hmm. is potential samples and yeah, they yeah. get the samples and can help supplement. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say what I would do because I don't want to give anybody any ideas. And I, I don't know what I would do. I, I can tell you that I wouldn't be making my own form. That's for well, sure. I, I can tell you a thousand percent and I, I might send the hate mail, send the hate mail. But if 
there was no other option, no other option. We were absolutely, there was no formula, no breast milk to be fed. I'm not going to let my child starve. No, I would find the best option to feed my baby. I would go to the ends of the earth to find the best option. And thank God we mm-hmm. at least are in a time that we have resources. We can call yes. people. There's phones. There's, there's internet. stuff. There's the internet, but God, there's so much bad stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish there was a pediatrician who was saying this is a, the second best, you know, version of a formula that, cause there has to be something. I don't know what it is, but you better believe is. I would not be letting my child starve. Well, so if it meant that I was using that 1960s recipe, bring on the hate, because if that kept my child alive and not starving, what is the alternative? Your baby will starve to death. Well, I think with that homemade formula, a lot of babies had failure to thrive because they weren't growing. And I'm not saying they don't. And there could be medical no, tons but of I mean, consequences. Um, don't they say like goat's milk is the closest to- I have read that. I find that I, fascinating. I I heard that too. I just don't know. I, I guess I haven't done the research on that mm-hmm. to see if that's like even a viable option. Like, you know, how they're not even supposed to have like cow's milk or anything until right. they're 12 months. So right. I, I really don't know. And my only point in saying that out loud is there's a lot of mothers who are making really hard decisions right now yeah. because they have to feed their baby. And I don't want them to feel a tremendous amount of guilt for the rest of their life because they could not afford or find the formula they desperately needed to feed their child. So I'm only throwing in that caveat, not that I endorse that option at all, but when you have, is it, um, is it uncle Tom's cabin? I think it's, so this is a book and Talking about, and um, I, like, I don't know. I could be totally getting the book wrong, and I apologize. Someone correct me, but the concept is behind it. It was during slaves' times, and a a woman slave had a baby, and she could not nurse. Something mm-hmm. happened that dried her up. I think she got very sick, and she begged the master's wife. I don't know if the master's wife was breastfeeding or they had a wet nurse to mm-hmm. feed her baby. And the master's wife was like, no, no, the baby literally starved to death. So that woman slave became an extreme alcoholic because that was the only thing that could take away the sound of her baby crying. Oh my God. Like, right. So this is what poor mothers are having to deal with. Like Danielle, before we hit the recording button, you go, oh, Jeff's crying. And you were mm-hmm. physically affected. You know, Jets' oh, every yeah. need is being taken care of right now. Mm-hmm. And it's still sent oh, down your spine. It does. 100%. I cannot stand to hear my babies cry. Either one of them. It is it, the worst sound in the world, honestly. It, I, For those who believe in a spiritual being, I think they're built and designed that way. So parents can't ignore them <laughs> because I mean, yeah. we easily it's would their want only to do form sometimes. of communication. Yeah. It's their only form of communication period. Absolutely. So I feel like let's give some encouragement to the mommies out there. I think the Facebook groups are a yes. excellent recommendation because boy, our mothers resourceful and we are stepping up for our for the women in this country. Thank God for other women because nothing else is getting done. Sorry. (laughs) And I know, I know multiple people personally who are donating breast milk. So as well, it's, 
people are seriously rallying together to do this. Maybe I should try to work up my supply a little bit. Let me figure out how to do that. Uh. And but <laughs> if you can't, you can't. I just love yeah. that your heart would be willing to if. Oh, I would but, 100%. Without a doubt, I would do that. Absolutely. And I know like send us even pictures in the comments of when we post this or send us emails. What formula are you looking for? Because yes. our shelves are looking pretty empty too. But, but we reach have, out to people. Yes. I mean, you wouldn't be amazed. And we are happy to ship what we can find. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention is it may be a very lonely feeling, but you do not have to do this alone. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Please, please, please. If you don't have anybody in your corner that you can turn to, please turn to us. We will try to point you in the direction of some Facebook groups mm-hmm. in your area, wherever it is. You do not have to do this alone. You do not. No, we don't want anyone to get to the level that they have to make that hard decision of what mm-hmm. to feed their child. Absolutely. We want them to have what they need to feed their child. Yes, for sure. I wish like so badly that I was still nursing <laughs> because I would there's absolutely a way to like replicate. I feel like there's a way to make yourself lactate. Like, there's I, a- there, there is, I think you have to take specific, um, yeah. yeah, you have to take specific like hormones or something. There was a, a girl that I used to watch, um, a, a lady that I used to watch on YouTube who was adopting and mm-hmm. she was going through the adoption process while she was doing the hormones and stuff like that and trying to encourage her body to do it. She ended up, um, I think she only ended up getting like a drop out of each side, which still, hello, that's huge. That's not a pregnant person. And then she ended up, they, the babies came early and it was like a whole thing. And she ended up not being able to follow through with it, but it, it would be by the time I would hope by the time that would be effective to actually work, we can only pray that this crisis is over. Mm-hmm. I, it just, it just blows my mind. So mamas, you are not alone in this. Let us be a resource for you in any way we possibly can be. Um, Don't be afraid to ask for help. And we are a resourceful community of mothers and we will never leave a woman behind. Absolutely not. Any final words, ladies? That was heavy. It was heavy, but I think it's an important conversation. And we were already having it behind the scenes frequently anyway. So if it's heavy on our hearts, I'm sure it's Mm -hmm. heavy on so many others. And I said the P word. (laughs) There's that. I was so shocked. I was like, oh, do we, do we get to cuss on this podcast now? Because I can do that. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. It just came out. You don't know what you just started, Amanda. You don't even know. <laughs> well, it was just the P word. <laughs> fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um, not really, but Otto gave again some nice comic yes. relief. And, and then he uh, fell off the couch. You guys missed that, but he fell off the couch. Poor Otto. He's old. It's been a real day for him already. <laughs> it's been a real day for him. That's right. <laughs> All right, mamas, hang in there. And we will see you next week for another Bad Moms in Business, the podcast episode. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.